Closing time. What's the next line of that song? Anybody know? Come on, someone's got it. It's time for you to go, go home. No, go <laughs> home. Right? Time for you to go. Closing <laughs> time. Time for you to go home. Because you can't stay here no, at the last you ever. You don't have to go home. Oh. But you can't stay here. Well, you have to go home listening because this is your last ever time listening to Practical Sports. I thought you were going to keep going. Podcast. Um, this is it, baby. It's going to be fun. Gang's all here. On the intro song, yeah, that didn't stop you. What the what the sports, sports, sports. So, Kevin, we've decided. Ryan, two. I didn't know if we can <laughs> talk like we were finished each other's senses. Yeah, I, I mean, we can if we want. I was confused. <laughs> we so, decided this is the last podcast. Yes. Of the 2010 decade. But and also, also ever. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't lead them on. This is the podcast, last podcast ever. Right, don't lead them on as in like we've we're been coming going. back next decade. We're not, oh, right, right. We're not. So. I mean... Let's leave the door slightly ajar. The door is definitely not closed, but it's definitely not super open. Yeah, we'll do like what. It's not locked. We'll do what like TV series do, where like this series finale, like sometimes they leave it on like a cliffhanger, like could it continue? Right. Except we just explain that we're doing that. Well, I feel like that kind of explains too. Yeah. So basically, what we're all thinking is we're all good friends. We've been doing this podcast for a while. Kevin did happen to trash my room and refuse to eat an almond before this podcast started, so tensions are a little bit high. Those are both <laughs> lies. <laughs> Especially the latter, as I did eat an almond. I would say the former, too. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the room is just an absolute very clean to begin pile of trash to begin with. Yeah. Sorry, my room is not two feet by four feet, and I have some room to play with. So do I. <laughs> <laughs> I'm attacking Kevin. Although I don't think Kevin can talk either, considering <laughs> he hasn't put his sheets on. And they've been well, on. they're finally on. They're oh, they finally are on. on. All right, there you go. All right, well, if we're going off that, I got like five days to clean my room, so. Yeah, yeah that's we'll, true. We'll, we'll give you some leeway. <laughs> okay. um, but yeah, so basically what we wanted to do on this podcast is um, kind of recap what we've been doing for, what, two and a half years now? Cry a little bit, maybe. Maybe cry a little bit. Um, got the tissues ready, we have, uh, we're going to highlight some best moments of the decade, kind of go over when we started it. We were, what, 11? Uh, 11? <laughs> yeah, 10 years is in a decade. Oh, I thought you meant the podcast. Oh, no, the decade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we started the podcast in, like, 2008. Yeah, I've, I'll, be, I'll be honest, I don't fully get, like, the decade vibe of this, because we've been only doing the podcast since, like, 2017. Because we're leaving in the 2010s. <laughs> okay. It's quite simple. <laughs> quite simple, Ryan. <laughs> if you would pay attention to direction for once in your god for like, life when you suggested one segment I was like yeah yeah for sure and then you when you were like we're gonna recap the decade like, alright so it started I was we didn't in middle school I didn't, I didn't say recap the decade we didn't even know each other for like 75% of this decade yeah well like let's get to know each other what well, did you do for that 75% of the decade before we knew each other I know his middle name what's yours go through puberty <laughs> go through puberty is your middle name <laughs> wow Ryan go through puberty <laughs> that is 
is it hilarious. Got a nice ring to it. I don't hate it. <laughs> Actually, that's what I do. <laughs> they should hire. You're changing your name, my phone. Hiring you for uh, big mouth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I was in middle school, I think, in 2010. Uh, yeah. Probably. I'm not good with. Like numbers. Well, in 2010, we were 12. So, yeah, we were like, no, so. I was like 22. to be in high school. Pretty good. Now I'm 32. Did not realize the importance of water in 2010, I'll tell you that much. But Hydration fun. Nation is indeed here. And yeah, it's been a great couple of years. Yeah. Talking about sports with the boys. Had our highs, had our lows. <laughs> not to mention the mediums. <laughs> Yeah, had a lot of great guests over the years. Yeah, which we t- we, a hundred percent planned on having for this podcast. But let's do. Do you Did have the list anywhere? I do. Have a shout list. out to everyone. Yeah, yeah shout let's, out, let's shout out some people. Um, before I do that, any guesses on how many we had? Um, I feel like it was like fifteen. I was gonna say Close. sixteen. So you already yeah. counted. You already know. There's 18 guests. Wow. I feel like we're also missing two. Yeah, we're, we're definitely missing. We're definitely missing a couple. Did you put maybe. Mitch on there? Mitch is definitely on there. Okay. So in no particular order. Usually people do like the thank yous at the end, but we'll just start off with the thank yous. (laughs) We're very impractical. It's right in the name. Was Mitch's one Italian friend on the podcast ever? No. I don't think so. G. Shout out to him. Giuseppe. Yeah, big shout out Giuseppe. Um, So here are the guests. Don Gugliotta. Now I'll stop and talk about it. Recurring guest. I think he has the most appearances on as a guest, honestly. He has my... I, I don't think that's true. He's got at least three. Yeah, I definitely don't think that's true. I think... He was on a we'll bunch of times get, in a row. We'll get to other people by. Save, save it, save it, save it, save okay. it. I have no idea who you're going to say, but uh, I, I will say... It's obvious who it was. Dom Googs, I think, has... Tim? No. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, well, Tim, I knew I wasn't, <laughs> count, I wasn't counting Tim. Dom Googs has my all-time favorite What the Sports article. Anybody know what it is? The, the Creating uh, the Perfect Browns quarterback. Based on all the failing ones. Based on all the failing ones, yes. <coughs> Next guest, uh, thank you, Jacob Steinberg, Steinberg. for uh, boys being a guest. Yeah, Theo Fladland, our Minnesota correspondent. That is Hung, correct. Hanging out with him last night, yeah. wearing a Minnesota Wild uh, jersey, very in uh, costume. Interesting tidbit about uh, Theo, our first ever guest, no, and okay. our first ever podcast was named featuring Theo Fladland, wow, featuring all the Minnesota really correspondent. Really? First, first ever, ever podcast? August 20th, 2017. I feel like we did other podcasts before that not together. We had to have had. <laughs> but they weren't on our current... Probably thing. was a different account. Yes. So, <laughs> for first, first we had a diff- couple different the first accounts, one but this archive. one still has yes. the uh, old logo. Yeah, trust me, I know. I think... Remember, you guys remember this logo? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Right, yeah. I think Throw it it back. beautiful... Uh, us fashion, we like just renewed our SoundCloud account for two hundred dollars very recently. Yeah, <laughs> and decided to do our last podcast. Cut about so many biz. <laughs> Not that we trained. Domonius, he has also been on there. Yes, Dom, Dom right? Thank you, Dom. Oh for hell yeah, Dom! Spectacular uh, hockey Bay knowledge. Lightning. Tampa Bay Lightning correspondent and all around a good guy. Uh, Sean Mahoney. Electric. <laughs> yeah. Saw him recently. Don't, don't know what's going on with him, even though he's yeah, still right next to me. Spoiler alert for uh, people who watch Survivor on campuses. Yeah, he was in that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He won. Oh, he won. Wow, really? Yeah. So, big spoiler for anyone who wanted to watch that. Damn. Or if you heard There's... his episode and now you just want to 
watch that? There's big ahead, overlap between ISP and UMD Survivor fans. So you just kind of ruin that for a lot of people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would say the majority of our fan base is huge UMD Survivor fans. Going to get a lot of backlash from that. Good thing this is the last episode. <laughs> Lou Rogers, the one and only I would Lou, say favorite sweet guest. Lou. I think the most funny. Uh, just just I thought this list was going in order, but now it's not. <laughs> there is no particular order. Said that from the onset. If you would pay attention, that'd be great. His real name, Kenny Hall. Shout out, Kenny. Great job Wait, for Kenny you. Kenny Hall or Hall? Hall. Kenny Hall. As in D'Angelo Hall. As but in, they do not look anything. As in Lenny Kravitz with a K. <laughs> sure. Unreal comparison. No. Who is Lenny Kravitz? He's a guitar guy, but he also was in the Hunger Games. That's how I know. What? Yeah, he played Cinna, the like stylist. That's Lenny Kravitz. I don't know who Cinna is. He's like he was like Katniss's uh, like stylist. D- don't recall. Kept going. <laughs> <laughs> a big thank you to Tim Kurtz, reoccurring yeah. guest. Saw him today as well. Really while. pulled the load when I was uh, away for yes. a little bit. Um, Dylan DeAndrea, rap god, as uh, as we said on our title. Your baseball friend. I always forget his name. <laughs> Will Rommel. Yeah. Will Rommel, absolute. Spectacular <laughs> analysis from him <laughs> up there in the uh, New England area. Big thank you to him. Any yeah. any words of from from you? Yeah, he has a rap gratitude. album out. Will's the man. Really? Yeah, just go, go, go stream, stream. Um, Denny's at four. Denny's at four. Whole album dedicated to Denny's. I had a great time there. Good I do love Denny's. Actually, you love Denny's too now. Yeah, it's great. All American Scrambler. All American My boy from back home. Big thank you to Dylan Kurtzley. Also, who we just met. Right. And uh, another Liverpool fan. He's a Liverpool fan. Come Tom on, Hindle. you Gunners. No, Tom works. Hindle. I was just telling someone today about Tom Hindle, great podcast guest. Better Chick-fil-A worker when I went there one time and he gave me an extra chicken sandwich. That's ridiculous. Now, 100% facts. Wait, is it you never walk alone? Yeah. Is that yeah. Liverpool? Yeah, yeah that's right. I, was, <laughs> I don't know why the first thing that came in my head was the Green Day song when you said that. I walk off this road. Nope, not even the way. Alone, alone. I walk American alone. idiot. <laughs> Mash up. All right. Zach's online. Zach's and we uh, teased for a while and uh, yeah, I think we finally got on the podcast. Yeah. Zachariah. As they say. The one and only... No way. Female to ever appear on the Impractical Sports we are Podcast. Such assholes. Yeah, and such I, sexist pigs. Well, Rhea's been on. Rhea, yeah. Rhea, well, Rhea, Rhea was in the background. Yes. I feel like she definitely Audience said a member. word. I, I, I think, think she did. I, I think she counts. But Danielle Stein. Danielle Stein's the only. Big thank you to, to like, Rhea. Yes, yes. In contention to replace me. And utterly good. Alice Love, <laughs> one of the first guests. Oh, God. Yeah. One of the first guest. Probably the most talkative one. Yeah. Definitely a big talker. Did you have uh, Jared on there? He was right up next. Wow. Also one of the OG guests, as they say. Joe Malfa, also really yeah, I think he was on with Alex Fung. I had, I, had, I think like one of the first podcasts was just Malfa and me. Yeah. I remember yep. doing that one. Malfa also... Oh, you hosted with Malfa and Flum. That and was did it. it? Yeah. Flum was the if guest. If I'm correct, Malfa hosted his own podcast for us for like a day. He had two podcasts uh, called Sticks and Kicks. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. yeah. And just after the electric episodes there. Uh, Episode. <laughs> yeah. It was probably the only one, now. Yeah. Mitch Lord. <laughs> mentioned him earlier. Absolute astute analysis of the Philadelphia Eagles. Good at, uh... 
And also, Daniel and Fusey. Oh, yeah. That yeah, rounds out the list. We're definitely missing people. We gotta yeah. miss... If if we didn't say it, your Sean name, we're just not Teal, uh, Oh, yeah, Sean Montiel. Uh, ben Fisher. Ben oh, Fisher. Griffin Dunn. Griffin Dunn. Bodyguard. Yeah, it's over 20 at least. That's 21. Who else? There has to be other Do we have Abby James on? Mahoney. Joe Lardy. Yeah. Like, just let me have a big group of people. We definitely had Abby on for one episode. Uh, maybe we had Abby Klein on. So. Uh... Probably oh my those. god, This you forgot the person who I believe has been on the most times, and you're both going to be ashamed you forgot. Eddie Pop Top Hops. Oh! <laughs> Pop Top, absolute legend of the ice. Eddie! He, he, I believe, was on the most times. Yeah, He for was sure. on a lot. Yeah. Kev, yeah. <laughs> you forgot a lot of big people. There's a space there, man, <laughs> the sports, the blog was really taken off, and... We got a lot of our writers on the podcast, and that space of time, I did not think. Yeah, but you forgot, like, James and Joe, who we are very close with. Yeah, well, They might have been on when you them. weren't here. Play basketball player. with them today, who you happened to lose against. Well, once. Well, anyway. There's a tie. Yes. So, one for Had a, uh, a great group of guests. Over, so, 25-plus guests. <laughs> I think that's uh, fantastic. Yeah. A, that, a big thank you to all, and to all... A great podcast. So I told you this earlier. We should have a segment. I don't. I don't know if this ever got relayed to you. Your most, your best ISP memory. Hmm. I have a few. I don't know if you had did one. I have uh, one, but it's like vaguer. Okay. <laughs> More vague. Hit me with it. What is it? So when I was abroad, and we came to visit. Yeah. Well, that was also electric. I say that was one of mine. That was one of the funniest stories of recording in Barcelona <laughs> on a rooftop. And then I mean, great ambiance all around. <laughs> Posted the old podcast yeah. episode. That's <laughs> unheard <laughs> footage, right? That is unheard footage. Yeah. Maybe re- re- we re- release it. Sometime. If anyone wants to pay a large sum of money, <laughs> we'll release it to you. Minimum four figures. But one of my favorite m- memories of the podcast is just listening to you guys. Uh, with all the other guests, and I, I always cracked up because I was like, you know, I was missing out, missing out on the vibes, and then just hearing my name literally every single podcast, <laughs> say like, oh, this dumbass isn't listening. To this. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never by, told us anything about it. We never knew you were listening. <laughs> so. I don't, well, now I'm done. Great memory. I had one that was uh, a game show, and I was looking back through our old Twitter. And it was, like, one we edited, and it was, I think, you were hosting, and it was, like, back and forth team Ryan Wait, and I, I think I, I was about to say this is my favorite memory. What was it? When me and Kev conspired against you to, no. to get me to win, and you were livid. You were like, you guys cheat immediately. You just said, you guys cheated. No, I feel like it took me a couple minutes. Or it, it, it took me, like, two questions, because yeah. I remember you asked him about the dolphin. And I answered so fast. He, yeah, he's like, he's like, who is the dolphin? He's like, Jarvis Landry. And I'm like... Intruders. <laughs> that was not my favorite. <laughs> that was my Mine was, I think, you were hosting, and the fifth question was, it was super intense. I, I was getting super intense. You're like, what is one of LeBron James's shows? And I said something completely wrong, and then you're like, the shop. Or you, you're like, the wood shop or something. Something's wrong. the barber shop. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then you said the shop. And no, and they gave you points for uh, that. Yeah. You won because of that, but it was I wrong. Mean, the judges allowed it. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is final. It was good memory. Yeah, great memory. Although it was horse crap. Well, well. You live and you learn, right? Yeah. Good memes. Yeah, absolutely great around. memes. Uh, 
Why don't we talk some shop now that you talk about it and talk some sports Whoa. and we'll get the game oh, show later. That's contact in my eyes. Oh, I, I, I saw you struggle with that. Do you want to start with our segment and then yeah, kind of branch off that? I feel like we can do that. I think that's a great idea. So the segment, Ryan, if you would like to introduce it. It is our top three sports moments of the decade. <laughs> Sticking with our theme of the decade here. Next, we'll do our top three hip-hop songs. <laughs> I um, think that. movies, pop culture moments, all that. Did you guys get your Spotify wrapped it? I don't know. I, I was super disappointed in mine. I don't know Spotify. Uh, I like Drake. Yeah. Apparently, I freaking do. <laughs> too bad. Too it bad. is funny to me Like that is all I hear from everyone who got Drake as their favorite artist or like most listened to because they're always like, oh, I always make fun of him and stuff. And yeah. He was my he was my number three. So there you go. Still generalization, yeah. pretty much true. So sports moments of the decade. Uh, who would like to go first? I don't really have an order, so I can go. I actually did not do mine as just like Cleveland stuff because like mine would be super obvious that way. So mine were just like non-Cleveland ones. My favorite moments of the decade in sports. Kind of off brand. Brand. Yeah. Like to spruce it up. Going into a new decade, maybe a new me. Um, kind of ones I'll never forget. Uh, this one, UMBC winning against Virginia. Watch the one with my mama, probably one of the most dedicated listeners. Shout out my mama. Um, I would say that's a big part of having these moments is like watching it live. Yeah, like yeah. like what one of mine was gonna be David Freeze and like the Cardinals in twenty eleven, but like I just did not watch that. Explain live it for ever. people who may not know baseball. It Such was just like myself. the most crazy game six ever. Like they were down to the last trick like a bunch of times. He had a game time triple in game six <laughs> off where the Rangers could have won. Uh, Nelson Cruz was like inches away from catching it. They tied it up, and they need a walk-off homer in the third, like the twelfth or something. Sent to Game Seven, just the most insane atmosphere ever. And then they won in Game Seven. Uh, that was nuts. But I was like thirteen and did not know that. So UMBC winning over oh, Virginia, that's very cool. I was another one I want to put on was Steph Curry Davidson. That was so fun. Yeah, he but are these was, honorable mentions or are these in your top three? UMBC was the one I wanted to pick. Just mm. want to say Davidson was two. So honorable nine. mentions. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my first one. It's, like, tainted now because the Astros cheated, but was it Game 5 between the Astros and Dodgers? Yeah. Where it was, like, 13-12. That game was crazy. Most insane game I've ever watched of baseball, besides maybe Game 7 of the World Series. But just, like, I thought the Dodgers had it. Then that It just seemed like every time a team hit a three-run home run, the other team just immediately hit a three-run home run. Yeah, whatever the, the deficit was, the yeah. other team would just be like, all right, perfect. Like, Got I'll this. just tie it. Yeah. It is insane. That's some high-scoring baseball for you. Oh, that, that game where, I, like, like Chiefs-Rams last year, I was like, this yeah, is awesome. But, like, I was like, okay, this seems like a lot of offense. That game, I was like, all right, what the hell is going on? Yeah, and also Chiefs-Rams, like, was sick, but regular season football. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, I'm just saying, like, yeah. that that, yeah. that yeah, game yeah, yeah. five game. Yeah. Or whatever it was. And, like, watching live sports totally makes a difference, as it does in my list. Uh, honorable mention. Did Kawhi make I'll go with your uh, honorable mention forte here. Seeing Maryland win their first championship, or in a sense, like, 75 for lacrosse, being out there for Boston and Gillette Stadium was very cool, going to yeah. call a game. Uh, one of the top shout out of other my life guests. in my decade. And shout out Jared Bellman, play-by-play extraordinaire. So honorable mention that. But my first one is going to be May 14th, 2013, any guesses? Sixers started the process. Yeah. That is correct. They really? hired Sam Hinkie. Oh my god. 
and what a great moment it is. And now we have a great team who's not going to win a championship still, but will get my hopes up thinking they will. At least you're honest. That's the best part of sports. <laughs> you can't think of anything better. That's my uh, third moment. If we're going snake order, I'll, I'll go number two. Okay. Another live sporting event I watched and probably the coolest celebration of any kind of score I've ever seen. It just goes so epic, historically, politically, emotionally. Aguero! Foreshadowing. April 23rd, 2017. Messi scores to win on Classico, and that year they go on to win the, uh, the title. He takes the shirt off in front of the away crowd. I go crazy. Can't believe my eyes. And you were there the very next Goose year. Goosebumps just thinking about it. Hell yeah. Gets me fired up thinking about it. Well, I don't even know if I know that goal. Oh. Commentary in right here. To Piquet. Busquets. To Roberto. Did they gamble too much? The Champions League hero against PSG leading the break. Gomes looking for the overlap. Alba inside. It's Messi! Second one, I think it was 2011. It might have been 2012. Better not be mine. Definitely, probably not yours. No, I think it might be. Um, Watford for the win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Hell yeah. The same one. I'm proud of you, big guy. I, I mean, at the time, I was a I was a huge Indiana fan. I still support them, but less. Oh, I thought you said Watford. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like a sick ass soccer goal. I was like, why do you care so much? Yeah, he's like, <laughs> No, that's not it at all. Game winning buzzer beater for Indiana to beat Kentucky, who what was the number one team at the time. Indiana oh. yeah, was unranked. Yeah, crazy shot, crazy call. Pretty, like, improbable. Indiana had the inbounded with five seconds left from the other side of the court, dribbled up. Guy leaked open, hit it. Dickie V went nuts. The crowd went crazy. It was so that, cool. That, like, brought Indiana basketball back for a couple of years. Because the next year, they were like, well, like, that brought them back. Yeah, that's on mine. And, like, yeah. I'm not even a big college yeah. basketball. I just never will forget where I was. Yeah. I was just sitting on the couch, like, it's a pretty sick game, chilling, whatever. And since that moment, uh, John Calipari will not schedule Indiana-Kentucky. He's afraid. Yeah. He All won't. He will not schedule. Like, they used to play each other every year, and he won't schedule it anymore. That's some uh, scariest over there. So yeah. Dick Vitale is the call? Uh, well, I think John Sh- Sh- Shulman had the play-by-play. Dan Shulman had the play-by-play. I assume but Dickie, Dickie B. B would have been like, what? Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah, he's like, are you serious? I'm just going to play. Are you yeah. serious? I can edit it in. Nah, I feel like play? now that's a live play. reaction. Yeah, live reactions. Dude, why would you search Watford for the win? <laughs> Watford? Oh, well, if I search Watford. <laughs> so his name was Watford? Christian Watford. 244. Big decade for Wofford, then. Both the name and team. <laughs> Damn it, we got that. This but yeah, this was also on mine. I will never forget where I was, and I have no allegiance to it's either It's like, team. kept watch it, because like, the way it, it transpires is just like a pretty... Transpires. It, it's, it was, it's similar to Villanova's, where like the guy leaks. Wait, this isn't the right call. Do, does it need to be the right call? <laughs> yeah, it's got to yeah, be showing. I mean, just go to the, that one and... Yeah. Okay. 
Oh yeah, this is this was so much easier. Oh, All right, yeah. Okay, so down by two, Kentucky's number one team in the nation. Indiana Hunters left. Indiana. Jones. Oh, I remember this. <laughs> that face the Indiana and coach that, makes. I, I'll always remember this. They gave Kentucky 75 at first. They gave it to the wrong team. <laughs> I have this one. It's crazy. Okay, as a former oh, uh, scoreboard operator for... The Big Ten Network. Uh, people make mistakes. I used to operate the scoreboard at a like a basketball place in my hometown. I was so Same. bad at it. <laughs> I did that too. Did the refs get mad at you? No, the parents Yeah. <laughs> It's like what? <laughs> Amateur sports parents are crazy. Yeah. Do you think you're gonna be a team parent? I think you're gonna be a very tame parent. Yeah. I I, I feel like I'd be a coach. I'm gonna be a coach more than a parent. I don't think I'm gonna be a tame parent. Well, you're still gonna be a parent. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll still be at games like. Yeah, I think. If, the only <laughs> thing I can see myself getting super mad at is like if my kid gets like injured. Kev's coach came they're like, wine. they're like, which one's yours? He's like, nah, I just enjoy it. <laughs> 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 can you tell if you were like really mad at that by that laugh? Like, you really thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, Noah, your next one? Yeah, I guess you just go with your last one because you have the same one. So, my other one is Dan, I was watching my mom. Watch a lot of sports with my mom. She might always remember this one. After it happened, I tweeted, this is the craziest inning I've ever seen. You know what it is? No, I mean, it's not. Uh, game 6 it? World Series? No. <laughs> game 6. Terrible game. <laughs> game 6 is not good. Game 7 was good, but he wasn't with his mom. Uh, no, I have no idea. Game 7 wasn't good. They lost. Yeah, but it was a good game. No. The game had crazy innings. Um, 2015 ALDS Blue Jays Rangers... Um, oh. Just the amount going on in that inning with, like, the fight, three errors by the Rangers, then... And Donaldson, Cap- right, steals home. Is that... Donaldson's... Yeah. No, 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 no. This was the Bautista home run and then backflip. Oh, okay. So, like, basically, but the Bautista home run and backflip, like, whatever you think about Jose Bautista, yeah. that is the most badass thing ever. Oh, that was so cool. The whole inning, there was so much tension building up, I, like, could not take my eyes off the screen, and then... It just, like, explodes like that, and then the Blue Jays win, go on to the CS, where they would lose that time and the next year. Bam! You know, that, you know how they lost to the next year, Kevin Brown? Cleveland. Cleveland. That's crazy that, like, the Blue Jays had, had a chance to World Series. Twice. Twice. Yeah, I mean, they were damn good. They had, yeah, obviously, all those hitters. And they had David Price um, and, like, They'd already dicky for a little while. Yeah. A new a number is young Strowman. Wait, what's his name? R. A. Dicky. R. I. Dicky. R. A. Dicky. You haven't heard R- of him. R. I. N. M. Dicky. Yes. M. I. Dicky. <laughs> Your child. Um, <laughs> That's who you are. He only throws knuckleballs. At least I'm not a dicky. So not my number one. You kind of alluded to well, it. Well, I think it's my turn, but um, my number one. Yeah, yeah, because my number. Yeah, my, I mean, my number one's the Cubs. I don't have to talk about. I already talked about playing half, but Cubs win the World Series. Obviously, my number one. No, talk about it, dude. We all <laughs> want to hear about it. Sounds Just like a moment I'll never forget. And it seems better now, based on it, like everything that's transpired since. Like when the Cubs won the World Series, it was insane. But the thought was also like, hey, this could happen again. Right. Fast forward to where we are now. I don't know. 
Not Probably a big year. Chris Bryant, we'll see where he goes. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, I remember typing in the left bench slack that night. You guys were at Watch Party, so you probably didn't see this. I that was like think one of the I was even in it, yeah. first uh, baseball games. Like, I watched, like, the majority of the game for it, and I was like, I hate baseball. That game was so sick. Yeah, it's so sick. It's like me with lacrosse. That Hopkins-Maryland game. Right. Triple overtime. But you alluded to it from my number one, Sergio Aguero. Aguero! One of the most incredible finish, the most incredible finish to a championship, Premier League, whether you have it. The announcer said, I promise you will never see another one like this or something like that. Yeah, you'll never see this again in your life. Yeah. Something like that. Martin Tyler, absolute brilliance on the call. The whole game was crazy. Cissé for QPR, scores. Jekko scores first. Uh... Then Aguero gets the winner, and it's just absolutely amazing. Balotelli gets it to him, gets the job done. Mario Balotelli? Great. The assist on the play. He used to be so good. Great shielding. Interesting. Aguero! Alright, so we want to go over modern sports now? Yeah, let's uh, transition to some modern sports. Let's go some uh, NFL storylines, yeah? Okay. Um, How about that uh, Lamar Jackson guy? Yeah, I cannot... And I would have said this, like, if we've been doing the podcast the whole year. Basically, if I was, like, an objective fan of the NFL, which I'm clearly not, I would just be such a Lamar Jackson fan. Yeah. And, like, I still like him a lot. I just, like, kind of have to root against him. Right. Yeah, because he's in your division, but he's electric. He's awesome. Yeah. No, he's really, really good. I I was completely wrong. I thought he was going to be bad this year. I haven't played with him in Madden yet, and once I do, I'm sure. I played with him the other day. Like, you just... Drop back, wait a second, and just run forward, and like, no one's gonna touch it. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so it's realistic. So it's realistic. Yeah, it's so easy. But the thing I keep wanting to say uh, to Ravens fans just to piss them off is like, can he uh, get it done in the playoffs? Yeah, we don't <laughs> see it. We see I will Drop say the that the debate right now of like, oh yes, stop running so much is so stupid. It was stupid with Cam too. Well, well, okay. <laughs> two things about that. One. The Panthers would not have made the Super Bowl if Cam Newton did not play the way he did. He needed to be that good, and he'd only be that good if he ran like that. Two, it's two completely different styles. Cam Newton would run at you and try to run your ass over, mm-hmm. while Lamar Jackson is, like, kind of all comparing to JT Barrett. Like, obviously Lamar Jackson is a much better runner, but they're so good at not taking big hits without having to slide. I Michael Vick. No, I'm just saying, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. in the sense of being able to like yeah, a- avoid big hits yeah. without having to slide. He's so good at that. So, I think he's fine. And second of all, it's kind of like the baseball debate. Like, it kind of worked out the Nationals not throwing Strasburg in whatever that postseason was, like 2013, yeah. when he was like a second-year pitcher. But, like, why would you minimize his ability right now for forever having him? Like, he might be a top-five quarterback right now, but if you minimize him and take away his number-one ability, which is running, he's never going to be top ten. So... You're yeah. stupid if you think he should stop running like that. That's a pretty good argument. Yeah. I, I agree just, with all that. I'm, like, interested to see if... <clears throat> because their offensive coordinator, Greg Roman, like, pretty much, and Harbaugh, too, built, like, a system for him. Like, this... The way the Ravens play is built for Lamar Jackson. If Roman gets a head coaching offer, which he might because he's, like, revolutionized the Ravens' offense, just curious to see, like, can he do this again in a different system? Has he really re- revolutionized it, though? It just kind of looks like a high school offense. Well, it... High school. It's like, yeah, it's like you can't throw it up. Like, they they, they throw. But the, no, I mean, it's 
a lot of it's just different. The high schools by me, it's really like the players, like they use three tight ends. Not many teams use three tight ends. They use a fullback. Their wide receivers. Yeah, it's, very like, very, it's a very different NFL offense than we've seen. And like the same thing, like he was Kaepernick's offensive coordinator when Kaepernick was great, and then he left. Greg Roman. Yeah, Kaepernick wasn't the same. So, I'm curious to yeah. see that. Yeah, quarterbacks are very coordinator dependent. Yeah, something I've learned over my years. System quarterback, Tom Brady. Timmy B. Uh, yeah, so Lamar's the man. Yeah, if he drops another egg in like the first game of the playoffs, though, like he was so bad. Last we won't hear anything else the whole. Well, that is, it. yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like, is it? Will it be different this year if a team sees him twice? Because like if yeah. last year the Chargers saw him the second time and were able to shut. This him is not down. even me as a Browns fan, but I'm very interested to see how the Browns handle him because they treat. I think the Browns shut him down as much as pretty much any team other than the Bills did this year. And obviously the Browns are in turmoil right now, and they're such a damn mess. But <laughs> I mean, that's last time. Gross time. I'm just disappointed more than anything. Honestly, I don't even know. Me too. Me three. Most talented roster in the league. My ass. Well, I was talking about the Bears. Yeah. Both of our teams have been very disappointing this year. Yeah, his more than mine. They're back, yeah, for sure. You know, I'm going to put this mostly on Baker, okay? If I was a non-Browns fan, last year I would have been like, okay, Baker's fun, I kind of like him. This year I would have been like, I do not like Baker Mayfield. Like, at all. He looks defeated. He should look defeated. It's on him. Like, he's, I mean, the offensive line's not great and everything. And, like, Freddie clearly has no control over this team. But, like, my God. I'm not, like, everything he says in the media, I don't want to, like, over-criticize, but, like, the amount of stupid stuff that comes out of his mouth every week, just, like, shut up and don't say what's on your mind if it's going to cause controversy every single damn week. Like, you say stupid stuff in the media, you throw two picks a week, you have, like, two good throws a game where I'm like, oh, okay, fine, like, I still believe in you. But, like, if this was your rookie season and the Browns had a top-five pick, I would consider drafting someone else. The regression is unbelievable from last year. And they're, you're playing terrible defenses. The Bengals are like the worst team in the NFL with an awful defense. Looked so bad against them. And schematically just like just throwing the ball to Odell on like first down for two yards but not on third down. Even if he's not healthy, he can still go up and get a jump ball or something like that. It's disgusting. And then the, the Miles thing, we haven't had a pod since then. He's... He's had so many stupid moments this year. I mean, obviously that one capped it off, but man, I'm pissed off. I just, it could have been so good. And it's not even like I expected them to be, I mean, I did expect them to be damn good. But like, if you just beat the Titans when they had Mariota, the Broncos a couple weeks ago. Yeah, that's not it on Mariota. And then like the Steelers a week and a half ago on with freaking Duck Hodges. Just win two of those. You're right in the thick of the playoff hunt. I'm not expecting you to beat the Patriots or any of these other teams. Just, there's no reason this team should not beat. At least eight and five, but whatever. Freaking choke it away. Yeah, I mean they're like I think I said before here, like it came true kind of. They're like the whatever. I said dream I'm team that, Eagles. That's my that was my fear. They're gonna be like the dream team Eagles. They that just added said. a bunch of big names. Didn't do anything to actually help the team. <laughs> but how can you be mad at Baker if you just said the quarterbacks are really only the coordinators? Product. I said so, they're. I said he's they're mad at Baker for what he's doing off the. Field. I said they're coordinator dependent. 
often, and I mean, he had Freddy Kitchens last year, yeah. and he still has Freddy Kitchens now, who still calls the plays. That's another thing. Why did you hire an offensive coordinator if they don't call any of the freaking plays? Yeah. You're a fat what you, moron. What do you think he does? Who, Todd Monken? Mm-hmm. If he doesn't call plays. I don't freaking know. Sit there and have a subs title. Uh, you go in. But I, <laughs> I think Lamar versus Browns game is going to be interesting. Yeah. Basically what I'm saying. All right, do you want to do some playoff predictions? Please. Okay, so obviously a lot of the divisions are already pretty much locked up. Uh, the Especially Ravens are going to North. Board. <laughs> uh, NFC South is very locked up. Yeah, Saints already clinched. But pretty much everything else is close. I mean, everyone thinks the Patriots are going to beat the Bills, but that's only a one game. Uh, I really wish the Bills beat the Ravens in one out. Yeah. If you sick. had to pick a champion from the AFC right now, who are you most confident in, presuming your top three are Patriots, Ravens, Chiefs, in some order? So uh, like, yeah, I'm obviously ranking? most confident in Patri- <clears throat> the Patriots, but like I obviously that's definitely not obvious. Yeah, I'm gonna I'd go Ravens. Like they're clearly the best team in football. I just don't know. They have to stay healthy. Um, they have to like continue to play well enough to get the one seed, which they're pretty close to. Because being in Baltimore, you don't have to go to New England. They have to hope Bill Belichick doesn't crack their system or that Tom Brady gets good. But or their uh, scout team. Yeah, true. For me, it's like the Ravens and then everyone else because the Patriots. I've said it all. Chiefs are not that good, dude. The Patriots' offense is not good. Mahomes has to be healthy. Mahomes, has, yeah, Mahomes has not been the same since he got hurt. Um, there, yeah, there's no one else really there that could probably beat the Ravens. So it's just a matter of like get the no. They just got blown. Titans do look very. The good. Titans do look good, but they won't in the playoffs. <laughs> so I think I think the Ravens. As long as they, they don't have a major injury, they're probably good to go. I just feel like it's the same thing every year where, like, oh, like, Tom Brady doesn't have it, and then in the playoffs, he Yeah, but, he like, shows. last year it was like, oh, like, the Chiefs are the best team, Tom Brady doesn't have it, and they won, but the Chiefs never had a defense. Like, the Ravens have an offense and a defense. They have everything needed to win. I'll see it when I see it. I'm saying Patriots won still. Just because, like, there's no reason to say that other than, like, they kind of stink every year at this time, and we all regret. But I just feel like they, they they haven't they've won games all year, but mainly with the defense, which is now regre- regressing because they had so much like pick sixes and fumble sixes at the beginning of the year, which is just impossible to keep doing. And the offense has been bad all year. I mean, it's not like their defense is bad. Now. No, their defense is still very good. Like, but the not scoring on turnovers means that the offense actually has to score, which they literally cannot do because they are not a good offense. They, they held the Chiefs at three points in the second half of that game, and the Patriots are moving the ball a little bit. I'm like, I'm worried. I'm not going to say I'm not worried about them, but like, well, I'm not worried because I want them to fail, but like, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, yeah, if I had to watch the Patriots in the Super Bowl again this year, I'm going to lose my mind. Yeah, that's going to be another 10-7 to I seven really game. don't want to. Yeah, none of us want to. But they're going to win the East, Ravens, the North. Are we all in on the Titans to win the South? It yeah, looks so good so. now with Tannehill. The Titans are good. The Texans suck. Colts and Jaguars are dead. Yeah, and I mean in the West. Okay, so who are your are your two wild card teams? Well, Can the Bills, for get sure. some props on the, my Titans? <laughs> yeah. Literally the only reason they're succeeding is the only reason is you like them. And yeah, it's because I said they were going to be good. No. Thank you for credit. you said Mario thank, thank is good. You. Yeah, and Mario is not funny. <laughs> and they benched Why? Him. I mean, let's not dig into the details. But, uh... 
I think the yeah the Bills are obviously the first wild card team, and then the, yeah who else Steelers are in five I think I think the Titans or the Titans Titans are winning the division I think yeah. I'll, that's crazy Texans Steelers are Steelers. Make the playoffs. Uh, I mean the Titans and Texans I think they play each other twice in the last three weeks yeah, yeah. I think Texans get it over the Titans wait I think that's Titans actually cool. win a division on, and then the on. Texans lose. Those what are games. the chances? All right, so the Bills play the Steelers this week. Who are you picking? It's in Pittsburgh. Uh, Bills. Bills. Wait, okay. This, hey, is, this is interesting. So. The Browns are not getting it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're about it. So you, you just both picked the Bills to win this week. Steelers at the Jets the following week. That's a tough game. No, it's not. The Jets are a god-awful football team. Okay, the Steelers at the Ravens the following week. That's a loss. Unless the Ravens have already wrapped up the one seed and rest everybody. Yeah, they're about to. They they're already thinking do, about starting RG three. It's it. very reasonable the Steelers could lose two of these three games, correct? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, very no, reasonable. No, dude, you just picked them to lose this <laughs> game against the Bills, and they have to go on the road to the Jets, on the road to the Ravens. It's very reasonable. We still want to get your hopes up. No, okay, He's that's got his hopes incredibly up. The Titans and Texans play each other twice. The t- I think the Titans are much better, right? Let's say the Titans beat them twice. They win the division. Free ball. The second wild card, obviously, the Browns have to win all three games the rest of the way, and that's pretty unlikely. But if they do, I'd give them, like, a 6% chance of doing it. Hey, how about it? They're still in the hunt. They just got to beat those Ravens again at home. All right. Um, to the NFC. <laughs> Let's talk about the East first. How bad it is. So bad. Yeah. What you guys think of the Eli game? Coming back. Did not watch a second. Now he is under five hundred. <laughs> yeah, for his career. Yeah, but he played pretty well. Yeah, no, not right. his fault. The Giants are just bad. Definitely tough. Um, who do you, who do you want to see win the NFC East, and who do you think is like could be better? Uh, I think the Cowboys could be better, but I want the Eagles to win. It's hard. Um, I also believe the Cowboys are the better football team. I can definitely see both these teams winning their first round game. Yeah. Um, I can definitely see that. Even, although they have to face like the Seahawks. Yeah, but the Seahawks having to come game. on the road isn't always the best. Yeah. Dumb team. I the NFC playoffs are going to be crazy. I th- I'm so excited. I actually, I think the Cowboys win it though. Because it's all going to come down when they play each other, which I think might be yeah, this Yeah, I mean, I'm going to say the Cowboys as well. The Eagles look like so Yeah, the so Eagles bad. are bad. They barely beat the Giants. They're not a good football team. But coming back, overtime win could spur them on. Maybe. Yeah, I'm not counting these out just because like they randomly will just look like, so good one week. Like they looked so good against the Bills a little while ago, and then they're super out down. Like they clearly have the talent. You just gotta figure it out. NFC North, my pack, pack attack, pack attack. Yeah, secured almost. Yeah, it's pretty much sec- secured. You guys are not a good football team. This no. is crazy. How there's three teams above 500 Dubs in this division, Dubs. and like none of them are good. Yeah, I mean, I think out of the three, the the Vikings are probably the best team. The Packers. No, I wouldn't say the Vikings are better. I would say the Vikings. I would say better. the Vikings are better than the Packers. Yes, the Packers are defensively not that great anymore. They were great to start the year, not that good anymore. You can run right through them. You can pass on them, and offensively, they're bland as hell. They don't do anything. I mean, still learning the Matt Lafleur offense. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thirteen games in, still learning. No, yeah, the Packers aren't. The defense has been worrying me the last couple of weeks. <coughs> the Packers are another team. Like, I mean, obviously the Bills. Like, they're kind of like the Bills. Although I think the Bills are actually legitimately. They're more like the team. Patriots. I feel like because like they the 
defense has been regressing, and well, then the offense hasn't done anything on here. Yeah, they just took advantage of a favorable schedule to open the year. But Got we haven't had this... The Packers haven't had this favorable of a schedule in forever. Yeah, I mean, that's because you didn't finish first last year. Someone else did. Um, who who is the only team in the NFL? Who's the only team in the NFL this year to score at least 400 points? Packers. Ravens. Ravens. Yeah. No one else. Niners are close. They have 397, <laughs> but the Ravens have 430. Dude. But anyway, here's what's going to happen. The Packers are going to beat the Vikings when they play. They'll win the division. Whatever. Congrats, Packers. Vikings lose, so then they they have five losses. Then, that's fine. They only technically need five losses because the Bears beat the Packers this week in Lambeau because Mitch is hot, Bears are hot, Akeem Hicks coming back. Packers stink. Packers stink. Um, then, next week, on Sunday Night Football, the Bears beat the Chiefs. In Chicago, Mitch Trubisky. Dude, the proves- Browns have a better chance of making the playoffs than the stupid Bears. <laughs> yeah, though, the Bears have the, uh, such an unreal three-game stretch. To what is after that? The Vikings. That's my oh. thing. So if the Bears beat the Packers, then beat the Chiefs, because Mitch Trubisky says, hey, I'm actually the best quarterback in 2017 class. Screw you, Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> so then the Bears would be 9-6 and six heading into week... Week... Uh, 17. Week 17. <clears throat> Let's assume the Vikings are nine and no. they're ten and five. They're ten and five. If the Bears beat them, they'll they'll both be ten and six. Bears would have beaten them both times. Skyward. Bears are in. Yeah. Long road ahead. If also the Rams lose a bunch of games because the Rams have the tiebreaker with the Bears because they beat the Bears. Uh, wow. Yeah. The Rams being the Seahawks last they, week. Yeah, they look real good. Yeah, threw, really threw a wrench in, in the Bears' plans that are already... Wasn't that in possible. Seattle, too? No, it was in L.A. Yeah. Listen, all I'm saying is... It's possible. <laughs> all right? I'm, I'm holding out the same hope as you. Let's say that doesn't happen. Though. At least my team has played good the past couple weeks and shown like there's a chance. Did you win last week? Yeah. Cool, beat the so Cowboys on Thursday Night Football. Beat the Bengals on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, barely. <laughs> Yeah, what should we the Cowboys? Well, by touchdown, but that's because we just stopped playing that when it was like. We played 31. by. We won by eight. So who's talking then? Last podcast ever. Sorry, guys. If that doesn't happen, what are you gonna do with Mitch? I think you keep. Matt and Ashton. Really, Mitch? But do you draft another quarterback still? I mean, dude, you, sure, you can draft a quarterback in like the second or third round. Oh my god! Here's what you you maybe you can't keep Mitch, but here's what you can't do is trade for a quarterback because the, the Bears have no wow. assets left. You can't give up any more picks. I don't know. But here's my thing. <laughs> if Matt Nagy calls plays like he has the past two weeks, Mitch Trubisky can at least play in that system. Mm-hmm. All Mitch Trubisky has to do is play well. The defense will do the rest when they're healthy. Yeah, obviously, no Rokon Smith really, really hurts down the stretch. He's so good. He's so good. Yeah, he's definitely not bad. But um, no, I, I, Georgia. Yeah. As much as like, sure, I'd be fine with uh, another quarterback next year, not Mitch. He a hundred percent has already played his way into the starting role mm-hmm. in the minds of the Bears front office just because of the last two games. If he has one more good game against Packers or Chiefs, sounds like your mind too. Yeah, I mean, he's sick. You not see him on there? Do you not see him running? Bears are back. Yeah. Who else? MC South. 
Saints. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's the, yeah, that division is the best. Let's just pick a Super Bowl. Well, West, I guess the Seahawks and 49ers are pretty close, but I think yeah. it'll be the Seahawks because they still play each other again in Seattle. I don't know. 49ers are damn good, bro. Yeah, but I think they've they like that they face enough adversity where like they've been able to overcome it. We can say like for sure that they're very no, very they're good. very good. I'm just saying the Seahawks might steal the division by just beating them again at home. There's a really dumb question early in the season, like who's the better football family, like the Mannings or the Bosas? Like obviously the Mannings, but like the Bosas are in so good. <laughs> they're yeah. so fuck. They're so freaking sick. <laughs> yeah, they are good. That was tasteful, I'd say. Yeah. Um, does your uncle live in Oregon, by the way? Uncle Bruce? Yeah. No. He lives in New Jersey. We have a lot of listeners from Oregon. Thank you, whoever you are. But do, you, do you know anyone in Oregon? No. I... You know the uh, number one town? Morristown, New Jersey! No, I hate that place. I'll never go there. Well <laughs> done. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did see Ohio on there. So. No thank you for your uh, listens. <laughs> yeah, it's great. <clears throat> Which takes me to my go 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 game show. Oh, yeah. This is like stats, right? Yeah. So this is uh, stats so, themed about yeah. the podcast. Uh, it's gonna go like this. I'm gonna ask. I you believe a I have a slight advantage because sometimes when I have to post a podcast, I do look at the stats. Really? But not yeah, very not thoroughly. This is, I have not looked in months. This is probably the first time ever Noah is in uh, favorite then. Plus one fifty. So this is how it's gonna work. I'm gonna ask you the questions. Some different categories. Five, usual format here. And whoever gets to the closest number mm-hmm. will get it. So there's no real incentive to go first. Unless you think you really know it. And also, no... Not like crap where he's like, Oh, how many fingers am I holding up? And I say two, you're like, three! You know what I mean? Yeah, I know too. That was a bad example. Yeah, I, just don't guess like the number right next to it. <clears throat> yeah, that's better. That's better. <laughs> Let's let's have some pride, people, and try to buzz in first, all right? Um, or should we write it down on paper and... No, not that elaborate. Yeah, I was going to say. All right. Two and a half years almost since 2017. How many listens have we acquired? I think. Eh. Right? Wait, don't say... Uh, I'm going to go with... I feel, I don't right. want to lowball us, but I'm gonna say like two thousand. I was gonna say say thirty one hundred. You are both lowballed. <laughs> oh, really? oh, wow, let's go. So no, it's closer. Do we want to have one? No, more I guess? mean I won. No, All right, so no one. one. What was it? Fifty seven hundred. Eighteen point nine thousand. What? <laughs> <laughs> we are sick. We we honestly have been racking up a hundred listens the last several podcasts and. That over a couple of years. Damn, that's true. Wow. But that's SoundCloud and uh, Apple. Yeah, so I mean, SoundCloud. How are they? How are they? Yeah, I mean, that's 10,400 cool. on SoundCloud and 8,000, over 8,500 on Apple. I think that's awesome. Wow, that's sick. Thank you uh, to everyone who listened. Yeah, okay. that's really cool. Also of course, cool number I got first question, right? Yeah, no, it was not up one. <laughs> Both so far. <laughs> Don't want to lowball us, but I'm going to guess <laughs> 6,000. Because I didn't want to guess like 10,000 and it'd be like 600. Yeah. And then be like an idiot. Just multiply by 10. <laughs> How many repost on SoundCloud do we have? Repost. <laughs> okay, and four. I'm at like 15. <laughs> it's, like it's got nine. Me. Yeah. <laughs> 
This is such a simple math. If it's nine, I win. Ryan wins. What was it, ten? It's ten. <laughs> oh, I just got it. Right, who who reposted half of them? Lori Gross. No, Deb- guess. Deborah Nelson. <laughs> Great guest, but no. <laughs> it's, all, it's our guest who's been on a few of the Tim Perrins. Tom Hindle. <laughs> yeah. Does he have his own SoundCloud? Yeah. Oh, okay. I guess he has. <laughs> Question number three. One, one. How many licks? Did you all time? Is there gonna be a question about how many episodes? I feel like that's too much work to figure out how many we did. I mean, Maybe we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> okay, likes. I have it. How many all time likes? Yeah, just on SoundCloud. Cause Apple doesn't give that to you. Why well, don't think you can on Apple? Hundred seventy four. That is. Shut <laughs> 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 up. I should have said anything. No. Yeah. What? No, I knew it was way lower than that. We likes <laughs> likes are probably less. Than, it's probably like thirty two. <laughs> Still way over. It's not... Oh wait, no, no, no. Wait, how many did you say? One seventy-four. I read this so wrong. <laughs> I'll give you a second chance because I three low. No, what? Oh, I, was no, I, I thought it was low anyway. It's one fifty-six. <laughs> oh my god, I was so close. <laughs> <laughs> totally playing a poker face there. <laughs> but when I first lo- started looking up these stats on the SoundCloud, you had the number right there. How did you think he was so? All right, wrong? my arm was in the way. All right, everyone makes mistakes, especially when I first started looking did you think up these it was stats. 15? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I thought it was fifty-six. I but then when I said thirty-two, you still said no. You're way too high. All right, whatever. I thought it was wrong, and we're past it. All right. When I first started looking up these stats, I had just like a two-month window. <laughs> from like September to December not two months but we'll go with it <laughs> <laughs> and, and like <laughs> I was like wow we've been podcasting this long we only have like <laughs> 1500 listens <laughs> question I mean, we numero cuatro dos a uno a favor de no dos para mi how many uh, episodes total, not including in Proud School Sports Podcast, but the cast, not the cast-offs, but the uh, spin-offs as so well. All so all of under the Impractical Sports Podcast umbrella on SoundCloud, so how like, many? Even fully unloaded. Who is that? <laughs> that that was not really. <laughs> Dom Oldman and uh, oh. I posted it through our account. Oh, so it, it's included. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Because they did, like... Like I'm gonna I only saw the balls to the walls ones though. Oh god, I forgot about balls to the walls. Two sixteen. Is this including soccer scoop? Yep. I'm gonna go like one uh forty five. It's tied up! One fifty three. Because like you think about it, if we did like one a week for two I thought years, we would do that. Like like at least fifty two, so it's like a hundred and then no way anyone else did more than like twenty. Right. Do you want to hear all the other spin-offs? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally forgot about that one because, again, I wasn't here. Yeah. Soccer Scoop. <laughs> I forgot about that, too. Shenanigans with James Mahoney. <laughs> Electric couple episodes <laughs> with him and his homeboys from back in Long Island <laughs> during winter break last year. Shmooly. <laughs> Balls of the Wall, as I said. Great analysis there. Tip-off podcast. Only Adam Drinks. Oh, I forgot about that. I was on that one. It was good. Yeah, that was good. And Baseball Banter with you two guys. <laughs> How many of those did we do? You probably did like six. A good amount of them uh, in the beginning. I thought that was just a segment. Was that a real thing we did? No, we did uh, our own podcast. It was probably good. Yeah. It still comes up on my phone when I shuffle music. 
Oh, that must be miserable. <laughs> so it's tied up. And uh, the last question is this, gentlemen. This is crazy to win the last ever game show. How many listens? Or wait, didn't you really ask that? Was how that many, well, how many listens does our top episode have? Uh, oh, that's bad. Okay. Eh. Fifteen hundred. I was gonna say one ninety four. Noah wins. <laughs> Fifteen hundred is uh, so stretch. It's, it's, a, like it's, a, it's a good podcast. goal. It's a, it's a good goal, but we're not quite on that <laughs> level how much yet. Hundred eighty four. Oh, okay. What did I say? One hundred ninety four. Oh my god! Yeah, very close. Freaking small parade. The name that small. very uh, cleverly come up with from Ryan, which I totally forget how we did this, but we cursed Pete Davidson and Chris Mielich. <laughs> Uh, I don't What's know. the podcast name? Oh. Oh, because I... You compared them to or something? Yeah, we compared them, and then... Oh, so we made that graphic. We made that graphic, and he didn't and then, home around and then he, like, got struggled and not the playoffs, and then Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande got unengaged. Bonus point for who can name the month and year? That was probably in, like, September, September. 2018. That was November 2018. Oh, damn. So, yeah, that wraps it up. Those are our uh, amazing stats brought to you by no ads because there's zero ads. Some more stats. There's been about, I would say... Dude, we had 18,000 listens. We totally could have made money. 18.9 thousand. Yeah, but we aren't sellouts, zero advertisements, I mean, except for the mock ones. And, you know. Okay. Uh, yeah, it definitely would have There's been, been like, over 100 table kicks. That I've just been a mad at. 101. 100 table kicks. It's been like 300 game shows, 250 of them won by Noah, 25 each for me and mine. <laughs> 75 burps or farts that had to be edited out. <laughs> Probably like 70 curses yeah. before we like turn expletive. 30 times I said something really stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 30 awkward phrases that had to be cut out. About. 2,000 times that I interrupted either one of you. About seven times Ryan ate Taco Bell or something of the sort before the podcast. <laughs> and had to poop during yeah. the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what a wild ride it's been. Yeah. Should we uh, talk about NBA? Yeah. Baseball. Baseball, yeah, first. baseball first. Yeah, so you got to talk about it. To Here the Yanks. Yeah. But not before. Steven Strasburg. Reciting the Nets. Yeah, the Nets are not gonna do anything. Like, I, uh, I'm well, all out on the Nets. I'm not all out. I will say that. I mean, pitching wise, Strasburg's thirty one. Scherzer's thirty eight. Pitching wise, they're still gonna be good next year. They do have to get some bullpen help. Probably offensively, without Rendon, they're nothing. I mean, Juan Soto was great, but it was pretty You're losing much losing Cabrera. It's pretty much Soto, Rendon, and Trey Turner, and and without Rendon, who's clearly the best hitter in that lineup. The bullpen sucks. Yeah, they will not be as good next year, and the uh, Braves and Phillies are like in an arms race. Even the Mets. That'd be so stupid if he goes to the Phillies to join Bryce. Who? Rendon. I don't think he will. Nats fans are getting pissed. I really think he's gonna go to the Rangers. That's such a weird place. New ballpark. He's from Texas. Great hitters ballpark, or at least the old one was. Yeah. Carry on the legacy of they can give, Yeah, they can give him a ton of money. Yeah. Or maybe he likes D.C. 
raised up. Yeah, he pretty the much system. already like diff- like the Nats like offered him a contract, and he's like no, because the Nats love to do. They did. Oh, it, I didn't hear. They did it with Strasburg. They pretty much try and do it with everyone. Part of the reason I don't think Harper went. They they love doing deferred money. So like they get this money way down the line, and it doesn't affect. I don't like that as a team. I would rather my team give a crap ton of money up front so you can then sign people later on. I don't know. They do deferred money so they can sign people right now. Like Strasburg took Strasburg's contact contract has eighty million in deferred money. It's a lot of money that gets deferred later down the line. Yeah, but it's like two hundred forty five in total. Yeah, I know, and he'll make it eventually. Not like it's a small it, portion. But like some players are like, I don't want. Is he still making a butt ton right now? Yeah, they would be so bad at the tail end of that contract. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And Jeez. Like, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's going to give him more reason to be like, uh, yeah. to, for people to say, like, wow, he's so overpaid when he's like 36. Yeah. But uh, apparently the Nats offered him a, a seven-year contract, but with deferred money, and he was like, no way. I'm not doing deferred money. Yeah. So. I love deferred money. But yeah, back to, yeah, Strasburg, I mean, it's fine. Like, they had to go back, they had to go get him. Like, they had to go get their ace. He's probably their ace. Scherzer's great, but he's, he's in the post. He's definitely their ace he now. He was their ace. Scherzer um, turning 38. Yeah. No way he's 38. Yeah, he is. That's so I will, I think so. I think he's he's thirty. going to be 38 by the beginning of next season. That's crazy. I did not think he was that old. Yeah, he's so uh, old. So he, like, never missed games for this year. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Garrett Cole, I mean... I don't oh, know. never mind. <laughs> yeah. He's 35. Uh, it's still, still. He'll turn 36 there. next year. He had injury problems this year, so... Yeah, good guy. Garrett Cole... I don't know. It's the Yankees. Like, they just, they did the Yankee thing. You just throw as much money you can at them. It's too much money, but they're also underpaying so many other good people that it it, it makes it okay. And they are going to be so good for so long. But, honestly, like, the Astros and Red Sox, I don't really know where they go from here. Houston said, well, they obviously just lost their best pitcher. Verlander, I think Verlander is like 38. Yeah, Verlander, and he, I mean, he even regressed in the World Series. There even, there's like talks that they're shopping Correa because yeah, they, don't have enough to aff- they don't have enough money to go around. Bregman Verlander turns to get 37 in February. He's yeah. so old. Bregman has to get the huge contract. They, I don't even know if they hold on to Granky. Was he like just the end of the season? Like, is he a free agent now? I don't either think way, so. he's Either so way, Granky's not that great. Yeah. Their bullpen's not good. Yeah, the Astros... He's 36 already. Like, the Yankees are clearly the the team in the AL. Where does Chris Bryant go? Well, I want to tell you... stage in Chicago, but we'll get to that. Yeah, I still want to tell you about the Yankees. Yeah. Just a, I mean, my thing... He's got... Well, the Astros have one more year of having to... Two more years having to pay him 32 and then 32 again. Jesus. That's miserable. For, for Zach Granke. Um, the Yankees are very good. Like, offensively... They're good. They did all that last year with backup pieces. They got a full seasons of Judge, hypothetically, full seasons of Judge, Stanton, Severino. Um, so, oh yeah, okay. Severino. You could just said it. I don't Nobody think. Uh, yeah, Se- Severino. Um, yeah, they're in like nobody's gonna regress really. So like they're in such good freaking shape, and like I don't know if any good team's gonna get better unless. The Dodgers can swing Lindor, then I don't. You know what I mean. I don't think any good team, maybe yeah. the Braves, but like no good team's getting better. The, the Nationals lost some, um, are gonna lose Rendon. They overperformed last year. I don't even know what the Red Sox are trying to do. They might trade. I heard Benintendi's been in trade rumors. Mm-hmm. Obviously David Price. Yeah, they might lose Mookie. Um, the Astros are losing a bunch too. 
they yeah, the Yankees are clearly the freaking class of the AL. Yeah. And I've been like trying to give myself reasons why they're not, but yeah, I can't think of any holes. Like my only The like, Twins argue, overperformed last year. My only argument would be like um <laughs> they haven't done it in a while. Yeah, they don't know what winning is. If we're <laughs> recapping the decade, the Yankees have done nothing in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um but also Sheesh. like their bullpen is very good. Like at least last year was great and the names are great, but I mean, Aroldis Chapman clearly isn't Aroldis Chapman anymore. Another can, year older on Aroldis. He can only throw a 100-mile fastball for so long, and he has no secondary pitches that work if his fastball isn't 100-plus. Batances cannot stay on the baseball field, so the bullpen could be a problem. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they'll figure it out. They still have Adelino, too. Yeah, he was really bad in the postseason. Well, um, he was good most of the season, though. Yeah, I mean... I'm sure they'll figure it out and just throw more money at something if you have to. So they do have money. Like they're they're paying Stanton and they're uh, paying. They said they're they're paying Stanton and Cole combined like more than the Orioles will probably pay their entire team. But still, like that's like sixty, probably almost seventy million between yeah. the two of them. But still, the rest of their team is probably only like hundred million. Well, yeah, I know because like Judge is on his rookie contract. Gary Sanchez, mm-hmm. all this stuff. Like, they're in such good shape. Um, all right, you want to talk about Cubs? Not really. They're <laughs> pissing me off. What do you expect them to do? They I don't know. Do they Can they not afford him? Who? Brian. No, they cannot. They don't have to pay him for two more years. Um, oh, and what's the... Why is everyone saying... It's just trade rumors? It's just like he's a good trade paper trade piece because you could get a ton back for him um and like i just don't i just don't get get it like because like how many years does he have his contract well that's the problem is no one's gonna trade for chris bryant until his arbitration gets settled because he's trying to argue that he should only have one more year of his contract because the cubs mess with his service time but technically he has two so teams won't trade for him until they know whether they're getting one or two years sounds like he wants out it's not that he wants out. He wants the money he deserves during his prime. He doesn't want to have to wait another year to be a free agent. Um, Which is respectable. But most likely, the Cubs yeah, also potentially... Like, the Cubs aren't going to be able to probably get him in free agency. So if they only have one more year of him, then I don't know. Because, they like, Javi's the one who's going to get the major contract. Like, but, if, but if you trade Bryant, what are you doing? Like, are you trying to compete if you trade Bryant? Yeah, you're like if you're trading Bryant, you need an insane haulback that has prospects and players that could come win right now. Because like the team, as a whole, like they're missing a couple bullpen arms. They need a little more starting pitching, and they probably need another outfielder. Which I like. It doesn't even seem like they're gonna try and resign Cassianos. Which like I get, they spent a lot of money in the past, but they they're acting like they have zero money to spend. And then at the same time. They don't know what to do with Chris Bryant. They're even shopping Wilson Contreras, who, like, I get it. He could get back insane because a good catcher is, like, the hardest thing to find in baseball. But He's a good that's catcher. the thing. You have a good catcher. You don't trade him. And then uh, they won't even, like, give Anthony Rizzo a contract extension right now, and he just wants to be a cub for life. Like, he doesn't even command that much money. He just wants to be locked down as a cub for life. So I have no idea what they're doing. They're, like assistant general manager who was pretty much in line to take over when Theo Epstein left, which he will soon, went to the Giants and got hired as their GM, which like kind of seems like something's wrong in Chicago if he's willing to leave, like, leave the 
possibility to be the Cubs guy in like a year or two when Theo leaves. Well, he just didn't know when Theo was going to leave, I guess. I mean, Theo's contract ends, I think, next year. I thought it ended this year. It was Epstein's. So, yeah, I mean, the Cubs are a mess. I, They could go into this year. Like, they're going to go into this year no matter what, saying they're a contender, but whether they're telling the truth or not. Right now, they're not. Yeah, I mean, Are they overreacting to missing the postseason? They might be. They might be, like, panicking after winning 84 games in what was just, like, a down season for a lot of players and being like, well, maybe we have to blow this up when, like, realistically they don't. They just need to retool a little. I think their situation is a little worse than you think it is. Like, uh, no, I, I think it's bad. The outfield is bad. He's making it out to seem pretty bad. No, no, but like, but, like, he's saying, like, the front <laughs> office is, like, overreacting. I think, like... Like, I'm saying it's a bad situation, he agrees, but, like, I think that what's on the product on the field is worse than, like, than you're saying it is, just because, like, they're not getting any better, and, like, they're not going to spend money. Like, they already spent a bunch of money. Like, they have a few players that are, like, in their prime, like, Javi and Chris Bryant and Contreras, Contreras, but, like, Lester's damn old, Hendricks is still good. The pitching rotation is pretty much just Hendricks, Quintana, and Darvish. Yeah, and Darvish was you hated him at points last year. I know he was good yeah. near the end. Oh, like, he's so bad to start. Yeah, so I don't. Know. I mean, I'd be damn worse, especially because that division's the the Reds. You you said a while ago, I think are going to win the division. The, the Reds, Reds are, are really good, good but actually the, the Cardinals the, and Brewers. The, are the not Cardinals good. and Brewers are also getting worse. Yeah, so it's like, it, like no one has done anything in that division. So. Yeah, we'll it'll be like a four team race next year. At least it should be. Yeah, um, I really don't want to talk about the Indians. Yeah, I mean, you guys are just doing nothing. Any other top free agents that you guys want to talk about? Left? I don't know if there's much left besides Rendon. Like, he's the last piece to follow, which is pretty crazy because last year took forever for any free agent to yeah, sign. It took That's so why long. I've been so surprised. Yeah. It, I was telling Noah how intrigued I was. I decided that. today that uh, I don't want to do journalism anymore. I, I want to become a sports agent. Because they make so much money. Scott Boris doing controls nothing. pretty much every big MLB player there is. He had Cole and Strasburg. <coughs> They're so slimy. And someone said if he makes like five percent commission, like he just made thirty million dollars in the last two days. Yeah. Anybody right, represents sick. like so many other. Zach people. Wheeler already signed. Hyunjin Ryu is another big free agent. Josh Donaldson. Ryu's a free agent. Yeah. Madison Bumgarner. Oh, Josh Donaldson and Bumgarner are big, which I think the Dodgers are going after both. Castellanos, Ozuna, Brett Gardner, Wade Miley. Yeah, I would say after Ozuna. Yeah. That's where I cap it. Yeah, I mean, Edwin Encarnacion, VCL, Brock Holtz, Ivan Nova. Yeah, there's some average-ass ratings down here. But, like, there's there's a couple decent ones after Rosina. So, it'll be interesting. Um, I think that the, the trade market is going to be what's super interesting. Obviously, you mentioned Bryant. Um, Lindor, obviously, in the trade block as well. So, some big names I mean, might be dealt there yeah. is kind of what we're thinking right now. You know, Brian? Oh, I know. Alright, you want to go to a little Balancesto to wrap things up? Yeah, let's wrap some things up with uh, some NBA talk. Why uh, are you not giving the Sixers a chance? The current roster, they need Fibles just good. more initiators and or shooting. I love Matisse. He's so he handsome and great defensively. Just love to see it. Um, Joel Embiid has really showed he does not care at all. About the regular season, I hope, but it really just looks like he like he's putting zero effort, and even that like, he's putting zero effort in and still drops like twenty twenty when he like isn't playing well. So like he's still really good, but he can be so much better. It's 
frustrating to see. Um, and yeah, we just need more offense. We're so good on defense though. It's insane. The thing that's it's gonna come down to is the way these rosters are constructed. There's no team beating LA. And I say the Clippers or the Yeah, that's Lakers. what I was just about to ask. Like, is it just whoever wins the West between the two LA teams that's probably going to win the finals? That's what I'm convinced of. Like, I don't think there's any team in the East that's going to beat either. The Bucks are on Why a 15 game winning streak. They're on a 15 game winning streak, and everyone's treating them as like the best team ever. They're a well constructed roster with around Giannis, but like, no, they're not beating LA. I disagree. I like. I'm kind of worried about the Lakers a little bit. Um, I'm more worried about the Clippers. If they play, come against the Clippers, Kawhi's already shown he can easily discard Giannis, and they're way deeper than any other team. No, I'm saying I, I'm worried about the Lakers. Like, not for the Bucks. I'm just saying I'm, I'm worried about the Lakers a little bit. Oh, why? Um, because Kuzma's regressed, and they've... It's well, he's getting back to speed. He missed the first couple months. Yeah, but he's shown nothing really yet, and he's the, and they're just not even using him a lot. Like, is it? That's is, the thing, though. What? They're not using him as much. Yeah, well, I they mean, used him a lot you more can make excuses he either way. He's Lonzo just, and KCP he, were the other guys. I mean, he he might get back at speed, but so far he's just not been himself. But LeBron looks amazing. Yeah, LeBron looks incredible. I mean, so he he got time right. off at the end of the last season, but I mean. It's great for us because LeBron's not resting, but Kawhi's resting, and Kawhi's eight years younger. So we'll see how that plays in the postseason. Um, they st- I don't believe in their guards, even though LeBron's basically their point guard. Um, yeah, I'm more scared of LA, uh, the Clippers, too. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I think the Clippers are a better team still, but the Lakers are damn good. I would agree that those, I mean, those three are clearly the top three teams in the NBA, but I definitely give the Bucks a chance. I think they're, they're really solid. I mean, Giannis is a can clearly play with anybody. Um, like, let's let, let's match up uh, the Bucks and the Lakers. Giannis and LeBron, obviously. And the Bucks have so many good surrounding pieces. The Lopez's, uh, Bledsoe, Middleton, Dante. I mean, the but Bucks But a lot of those so guys good. are susceptible to play off uh, drips and <laughs> drops in form. Yeah, I mean, but they also might not be. They're, they're, they're a young team, and, I mean... The Bucs weren't terrible last year in the postseason. Obviously, Giannis kind of led them and everything, but I'm not counting them out. No, I'm definitely not counting them out. I think the LA teams are definitely the favorites. Right, I'll go to you first. Get you into this conversation from what you've seen and the media hype around them. Right, I haven't watched a single minute. That's what I was Is he really that good? He seems good. <laughs> yeah. He I seems good. Like I said, I haven't watched him play, but based on the stats I'm seeing, he seems very good. Yeah. He can really shoot the ball. I, I watched Mavs, Cavs. Luka's disgusting. Like, just so good. He's quite savvy with yeah. basketball in his hands. Quickly, on the Cavs, very angry. <laughs> John Beeline is such a good basketball coach, but apparently cannot lead a group of NBA players, like, whatsoever. Um, also, please trade Kevin Love. Really yeah, dumb to not will. do that. Apparently, he like wants to be traded to Portland, which is literally the perfect place to trade him to. Why does he want to go to Portland? He's from there, oh. and they're contender, yeah, ish. And they kind of suck this right. year. Um, but yeah, Zach Collins in the first. Yeah, we'll take it. Maybe two first. Lynn Hurt. So much money off our hands. Get to play more young people. But holy crap, they're so bad. I thought they were gonna make the playoffs a couple weeks ago. They were like five and six. I'm like hell yeah, they're like five and eighteen or something. 
So it's a real mess. No, I feel like the NBA like is getting to the point where like rebuilding doesn't work anymore. Yeah, because of the new so lottery rules. you guys ever. So like that's why the Sixers did LeBron. it right at the right. Like, they, they made these rules. LeBron Jr. Grew up. So no one would follow <laughs> the process that the Sixers made, and there's all the teams are still trying to do it for high positions. All the rebuilding working, teams, especially with like teams like you either Knicks. have to sign a superstar or get lucky. You draft like a Giannis. Well, four of them, and Clay Thompson, and Curry, and Draymond Green. But you notice all the rebuilding teams, other than like the Knicks, are from small markets. Nobody's going there. It's so big market driven now. KD, KD, not rebuilding, but I mean they're definitely tanking for the year. Yeah, but it's just one year because of injuries and whatnot. But like KD and Kai go to Brooklyn. Bron went to LA. AD forced his way to go to LA. No one's going to like Cleveland or Phoenix or Memphis or any of these places. Unless, like, it's a LeBron, or, like, he's from there, or, like, something like that. Like, if Phoenix had a LeBron or whatever. Yeah, that's nothing new. So, like, Phoenix has been doing this for 20 freaking years. Or, like, not, like, 15. Ever since Nash. 10. Yeah, ever since Nash left. But whatever, like, you can keep developing these guys, but then four years in, you got to have to pay them $25 million and overpay them and have these huge contracts after rookie contracts. And it's just simply not going to work unless you, you have to draft, like, three monsters or sign two guys and you're not able to sign two guys so like baseball no salary cap but like if you look at the last world series appearances from the al and nl it's pretty even with like big markets and small markets like there's a lot of small markets like tampa was close last year but like basketball is no but i'm saying like people say like small markets have no chance in baseball small markets are not doing anything in basketball i mean milwaukee got lucky but like you look around and like miami's doing well right now philly's obviously well the two la teams are good Brooklyn's going to be super good next year. San Francisco, the Warriors are obviously going to be studs. So, kind of worried about small markets in basketball. Yeah. Interesting thoughts. Yeah. So, let's wrap this up. Ryan, give us a nice uh, mind-blowing thought to end the last ever podcast. Uh, On the spot. Starting something good. Kevin ate two really sandwiches earlier. Julian <laughs> you, you ate what? Two, I've eaten like seven turkey sandwiches the last seven days. And you ate, did you eat one or two of the Jimmy of John's? You got Jimmy John's? I love Jimmy John's. Well, yeah, I, I Jimmy got John's. Jimmy John's. You got him Jimmy John's? He, he, he didn't have his wallet, so I paid for it. <laughs> so I, I paid for it. Did you also get Jimmy John's? No. <laughs> I was oh, with him. We come back from Balancesto. Did you eat both Jimmy John's though? I will say. Did you eat both Jimmy John's? <laughs> not yet. Saving the tuna, my big tuna for later. Uh, one on a dirt shot. I'm very proud of that. No, I'll leave uh, myself on that. I won a pickup game using the uh, patented one-legged dirt shot. I said if Kev wins a Peter, game on a dirt shot, I have to cut off all my toes. So, <laughs> do still have all my toes as of now? So, I guess we'll see where that stands. Yeah. The next time you hear from us on the Impractical Sports <laughs> Podcast in 2022. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. But on the real, 19,000 listens, basically. Yeah. Hopefully, after this. I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, if you said nine listens, it would, like, it's... Yeah, it didn't it's, matter. It's, it's fun to know that we had a lot of people listening, but, like, it was fun doing this once a week, um, be able to talk about sports and everything. <laughs> Even when we were all busy, we all made time for, like, that one hour every week. It was a group effort. We did these in, like, different continents, countries... Yeah, that was going to be another different question. Different codes of the, codes what are of the, the world. three places we've done live podcasts from. 
College Park. New Jersey. Yeah. Or Symphony. And the one that was never recorded. <laughs> but, like, it, not, it was recorded, it's not posted. Right. But, like, even when we were, like, like when Ryan was home or somewhere, or, like, when we visited you. Apologies for all the lags. Yes. Your Wi-Fi unbelievable. Um, yeah, it was Thank fun. You. I enjoyed it. Big shouts out to Pat Brown for the mic. Uh, ben <laughs> Kochik, uh Ether, go follow him and his music. Uh, Brilliant theme song. Lori Gross, Uncle Bruce, two of our mainstay listeners. Yeah, yeah, thank you so much for staying with us. Brent Gross, too. He listens. Yeah, he just didn't care as much. <laughs> he, was, he was there. His heart wasn't in it. <laughs> and to all, look at My mom and dad, who won't probably even listen to this, don't I? I don't think my dad listened to a single episode. Love you, dad. Um, Carly. <laughs> Whoever's our Oregon listener, if it's my cousin Jake, bro, shout out you. Definitely not. You got me that sweatshirt, too. I'm going to wear that soon. Uh, it's crew neck. I love crew necks. But, yeah, thank you, everybody. Thanks to you, too. Peace. It's been real. Uh, we'll keep talking sports. Just not yeah, play us off with a sad song. Or, or uh, Hope You Had the Time of Your Life by Green Day. It's like this song that everything ends. I was going to put in uh, the last Let's song. Let's get a copy right down this we have all heard about this. Let's just like take like every major album that was like top ten <laughs> yeah. last year and just we put just, it in at the just end. Play four hours of music. To end the <laughs> just tag FBI, come get us. I think James like has like a thing with a bunch of leaked songs. We just play them all yeah. at the end. Of the <laughs> all right. On that note, deuces. Peace. Take it easy, bro. Silence. Ha ha. Yeah.